You're listening to a DM podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, I introduce to you the podcast with the best banter, greatest gut feels, and most ridiculous narratives on planet Earth. Get ready to dominate the NRL fantasy season with the team from Top King League. G'day guys, welcome to Buy, Hold, Sell, Avoid. We're brought to you by Game Day Squad. Now the beta site is live at www.gamedaysquad.com.au. You can pretty much try and you can build a squad. Also open starter packs, which is pretty much fun and you feel like you're 10 years old, but all details will also be in the episode notes. But let's bring in my legends tonight. I've got Timmy and Eddie on the line, but Tim, we'll start with you, mate, because you've just done your hair for this. You are looking cute, bro. I haven't done my hair. I actually just washed it, but I do need a haircut. How good are you looking, mate? This is the best I've seen you look. You're turning, you're turning up tonight. I'm surprised you're not in a suit. Maybe he could, maybe he could get Nick Hines' song played. Yeah, maybe if he's if he yeah, plays his cut right. But Eddie, he's smart and he's top two hundred. He's leading the way, flying the flag. He started a podcast. So, boys, ladies, and gentlemen, you've got to have a look at in the bin NRL fantasy podcast. It's Ed Boxy Smitty. Now, these guys have just got some really great fans. They've been around for so long. They've got some great thoughts, as you've heard from Eddie over the time that he spent with us as well. But it's a little bit different. There's a few swear words. Ed's going to probably introduce it a little bit better than I will. But the boys just be boys. And there's laughs, but there's plenty of fantasy on it. But, Ed, congratulations on the podcast, and I hope it does really well, man. Yeah, cheers, mate. I appreciate that. It's good fun. It's a little bit different. As you said, there's there's a fair amount of swearing, but... It's all done in a light-hearted way. It just, just like sort of if you're down in the pub drinking some beers and talking shit with your mates, like we just don't put a filter on it. Um, so yeah, it's always a good laugh. Um, yeah. Come check it out. It's called In the Bin, and you can find it on Spotify. Perfect. Uh, well, under the R18 section. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, that's one recommendation. If you're picking up the the kids from school, do not play it while you're in the car for that that oh, little yeah. that journey. Yeah, absolutely. Because yeah, some of the topics aren't super appropriate. Like we've we've got all the big questions like who to buy and who to sell this week. But then there's also other questions like uh, which players would Ricky Stewart most likely smoke meth with? And uh, <laughs> yeah, so we're not afraid to ask the hard questions. And Boxy apparently does it in his undies as well. So yeah, ladies, get around it. So, but back back to actual buy, hold, sell, avoid tonight. We've got some good players on the line tonight. So we've got Tommy Turbo, Talon May, Adam Fanua Blake, both for more, Dylan Brown, Cam Murray, Nathan Cleary, Ethan Bullimore, Billy Walters, Ruben Cotter, Brody Jones, and Will Penasini. But let's start with the big guns. Tim, I'm going to call you first. Tommy Turbo, average of 34, 809K. It's shrinking. It's nearly 200 grand. Break even of 111. He's still 20% honed. Give me your thoughts. Buy, hold, sell, avoid. I would still avoid him, and if you've got him, I think you should uh, probably sell him because what are you doing? I don't, I don't know anyone that's got him, and I don't know why you would. He's going to keep, he's going to keep um, plummeting. I think teams have got him figured out. It gets the ball and gets tackled straight away, or he passes it to someone and they get tackled straight away. Um, 
yeah, my Manly's not playing that great. I can't see things improving anytime soon. Yeah, it just seems, like you said, they've got him figured out. But the draw itself, they don't have the easiest draw either. Like, people say, yeah, they've got this soft team, that soft team, but there's no real soft teams at the moment. No, well, you've got to look at the competition and it's the closest Tigers start. are pretty soft. Yeah, sorry, excuse me, Tigers. I don't think they've got them in the run either. It's the closest <laughs> start I've had in years. And um, it's, uh, Manly have not really changed their team at all, except add Ethan Bullimore, who hasn't added a hell of a lot. And they've got a few injuries, so I don't see things improving for Manly. All right, Ed, switching to you. Will Penasini, 364K. He was at 18% owner, break-even of 37 after a nine of last week. What's your thoughts? Buy, hold, sell, or avoid? Yeah, I want to say uh, hold on, Penasini. Um, I, I didn't start with him this year, but I know a lot have. Um, but if I did have him, I'd be holding him because apart from that one terrible score where they got spanked, well, it was the Storm, right? Yeah, last week. Well, no, they won. Yeah. They won last week. Storm. Yeah, but Storm tend to contain players, um, and that's what's happened to him. Apart from that, he was sort of averaging what you, w- you would have expected him to. So I think if you just hold him, you'll probably get what you expected. Just yeah, just take it easy. Don't don't be burning up your trades. All right, Ed, I've got seeing that you're top 200. Vice for me, mate. Now, do I run him in the starting team against the Dragons this week, or do I play the two mids in uh, King and Thompson? Oh, I, I'm definitely playing King and uh, – sorry, who, who was Thompson? So, Leo Thompson. So, I've got the choice uh, of playing Penasini and leaving one of yeah. those two guys out or yeah. starting Crichton and putting those two on my bench. Who are the Eels playing? It was playing Dragons. Yeah, yeah give, give Penasini a run. I'm actually putting um, Crichton on the pine this week. Uh, and the other option was Max King, was it? Yeah, Maxi King. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm playing Max King. I love watching him play and see, see, like, just see his playing style and just watching the points clock up with offloads and shit. Yeah. Uh, so I'm definitely playing him. We are actually still owed some points from him from last week. We only got six points. But no, I'm serious. We, we, we only got six points for the offloads. And I saw with my own eyes him do at least three to, hand, to um, in-hand offloads. So we, we, we got chipped on the big that. dogs. Taking up with the big dogs here. Definitely, definitely. Now, Timmy, Dylan Brown, one of your countrymen, man, he's killing it, averaging 57. 670K, he's making a bit of money, break even to 31, 2% owner. This could be a pod here, man. Buy, hold, sell, avoid. Uh, I would consider buying if you want another potential gun half. Um, if you've got him, definitely don't. I know that's not the name of the game, but definitely don't sell him if you've got him. He's um he's playing well as... as Breaking tackles. He looks more dominant than Mitchell at the moment. Um, I think I think Mitchell's carrying a few injuries, and they seem to be left side strong side at the Eels this year. So, yep. that's Mate, why Penasini's not doing so well. I think. Timmy, is it fair to say Dylan Brown is the best defensive halfback in the NRL? Uh, after Sean Johnson, yes, yeah, probably. Pretty close. <laughs> I didn't say turnstile, mate. <laughs> no, nah, yeah, you'd be right. He, I'd, I'd say he is. Like that's what he's probably being unfairly. Well, I don't know if you'd say unfairly, but unfairly classed as as a defensive half. Yep. Because he does he does tackle so well. Um, you've got other players like Nathan Cleary and that are very good defensive halfbacks. Well, defenders at the halfback position also. Um, but I think Dylan Brown's like attacking this year. His tackle breaking and that's and all the rest of it. He's looked. Pretty good, eh? Yeah, I think it's just natural progression. I like that one. Now, Ky- uh, 
when I say Kyle. Now, Ed, we're going to Ethan Billamore. Now, he's still 19% owner in the app, my man. 354K, a break-even of 40. He's back on the bench like he was last week. Buy, hold, sell, avoid. Uh, 100% sell, and you need to do it this week. Uh, he's got a 40 break-even coming off the bench. He's basically guaranteed to lose money, and that trend will continue. Uh, there's no point of holding. He's not going to come right. Sell him now. Mate, are you surprised he's got a 19% owner? There's people just giving up. Like, that's very high, especially considering we already have the variables given to us, right? Yeah, honestly, um, after I think every single year, after by the time round one sort of kicked off, like 30,000 teams aren't even playing anymore. Yeah, they're just giving um, up. And a lot of that will be them. And people that just haven't got round to trading yet. Um, but yeah, there's always a lot of ghost teams. Imagine you're coming 110th. You've just fallen off a cliff right now. Yeah, no. Nah. <laughs> I can't imagine coming outside the top 10,000. <laughs> Big time. When, when, when do Manly play this week? Manly, they play... Um, Sunday, are they? Sunday? I haven't got it in front of me. One sec. But we'll continue. I'll tell you when Manly play in a sec. But, Tim, let's go to you, Talon May. 355k. Plenty of interest in this guy after his 50-odd performance from last week. 7% owner. Only got a break-even of 5, mate. Buy, hold, sell, avoid. I think he's a buy, and if you got him last week like I did, you're a genius. <laughs> Give um, yourself a rap. And did you play him? <laughs> yeah, I did. I played him. Hey. I, I was I was a bit I was a bit nervous, and then he um, got to fifty. I got to fifty with three tries, so it wasn't too bad. Um, I'm not sure I'll play him this week. I, he's playing Souths, and who knows what will happen there. But um, I think break even five. He's going to make you a little bit of coin for at least to. Uh, Toto comes back, I think. So nice. And to, you, to your question before, Manly plays Saturday night at five thirty against the Raiders, mate. Oh yeah, well that gives you a bit of time to trade out Billy Moore, doesn't it? Perfect. Well, mate, next one on the list, Ed Billy Walters, three hundred and forty-six k. He's doing not too bad when he comes on from the bench. Break even of eighteen, but twenty-five percent owner. Looks like all of us have him. But what's your thoughts here? Buy, hold, sell, avoid. Uh, honestly, a hold for this week. Although he's most likely going to be a sell either next week or the week after. Um, with the role he has um, currently, it's very hard to score more points. Uh, 18 break-even, uh, he'll probably just maybe surpass it by a little bit, and then next week uh, his break-even will probably be higher than what he's scoring. Yeah, is it a hold Is it a hold because they might lose and then he gets into the starting lineup and it kind of changes your mind a little bit? Yeah, exactly. Like Unless, you, unless there's someone you really want to get and it's got to be him to trade, then you're better off waiting a week because, as you said, um, he's probably the next in line at both hooker and half. So if you pl- if you trade him one week un- um, early unnecessarily, you're ruling out your, your option of um, playing him if he does get one of those roles. So just wait the extra week. Uh, a lot of funny things can happen in fantasy, so you just don't want to jump the gun too early. Big time. Now, uh, Adam Fanua Blake, Timmy, we're both high on him on the offseason. 635k, losing a touch of money, break even of 59 this week. Still 4% owner, so about 1% have jumped off. What's your thoughts here? Buy, hold, sell, avoid. I would consider um, selling because I don't know what Nathan Brown has told the Warriors this offseason, but... Are they going to like get a pay cut? They offload or something? Yeah, because there's no offloads. You think when he makes his big fifty meter breaks up the field that he's going to score like a hundred, and he doesn't. <laughs> oh, he just hasn't 
hasn't um, fired fantasy wise this year. I've been happy enough with him in real life, but fantasy wise. Um, he's just not cutting it, and I think before he loses any more money, I think his break even's like fifty nine or something this this week. Um, I would consider him trading him for someone else. Yeah, it's a it's a good point, shooter, because they need to show him a tape of the Warriors back in the day with Ali Luatiti, right? Like they need to get going, and they've got a, they've got no real second face play, right? No, even like you you notice that even with players like Jazz and that coming on, who would throw an offload if uh, the opposition was standing there. Um, they're just not doing it. So it's, I don't know if Brownies try to get them away from that, but it's not the Warriors' style and it's not suiting uh, the fantasy uh, scores anyway. Yeah, it's killing me. Now, Ed, Ruben Cotter made a good first game this this week against the Broncos. 526k, though. He's a dual hooker mid, a break-even of 29 this week. 2% owner. Now, buy, hold, sell, avoid. I'm going to say avoid on this one, TK. Um, is a bit more than, more than this than meets the eye. Yeah. Um, you notice for his big score last week, he played 60 minutes. That's a lot more minutes than anyone was uh, projecting. And you'll notice that about 10 minutes into the game, uh, Hess went down for the duration of the game. Yep. And Lolo didn't get any extra minutes. Um, so you have to imagine that those injuries, that that injury gave a significant amount of minutes to Cotter. So you, you just don't know how many minutes he's actually going to get. So wait this week um, and see what minutes he gets in a regular game. Um, it's not going to cost you too much to wait. So yeah. just hold fire. Yeah, but those tackle breaks were quite high as well. So I think you make some great points. Seven, wasn't it? Yeah, was it, seven? it was seven. Yeah. So I think it's one of those he things you can... He's not going to do that every week. True. You can let it rest pretty much a couple of weeks on him, right? Yeah, at least one week to see what minutes he gets in a game where the um, one of the middles doesn't go off after 10 minutes. Yeah, big time. Now, uh, Shooter, Cam Murray, mate, he's been in great form. You now, he's at 812k. He's only a mid, averaging 70, but he's owned by 9% with a break-even of 43 for round four. What's your thoughts? Buy, hold, sell, avoid. I wouldn't buy him, but if I had him, I wouldn't sell him. Um, I don't, he's not going to keep up the 70, surely. He's been pumping out some... Um, like he's looked, him and uh, I say yo have looked by far and away the best thirdings after Josh Curran. And, <laughs> <laughs> and um, but no, he he's like, he can't keep that up all season. Like he come into the to the season, uh, he's had surgery on the off season, eh? Who was that, Cam Murray? Yeah, shoulder. Yeah, yeah. So like he has looked pretty impressive for someone that's just come back from shoulder surgery, but yep. he's not going to keep up. Surely he's not going to keep up those scores. Yeah, for someone like him that just plays like he'd run into a brick wall every time. Yeah, I think you make a good point. It's way too many attacking stats for me, man. Yeah, and like, rabbits haven't been that impressive either. Um, good last had, week, though. Yeah, they thrashed the chooks, who have also been quite terrible. Um, so yeah. I don't know. It's hard, it's hard to gauge, but uh, if you got him, keep him because I think that's a good pickup, good good start. You've got some good points, but I wouldn't be going out of my way to trade like Haas or someone to him, yeah. which I've seen a few people talk about. Totally agree. <laughs> now, Ed Brady Jones, mate, is on a lot of people's lips. Three percent have already picked him up. He's a three hundred twenty-five k edge, only a break even of twenty-five. But give me your thoughts: buy, hold, sell, avoid. Yeah, I think he's actually the buyer of the week, and he's the only person that I'm trading in this week. 
Um, he's studying on the edge. It doesn't really look like there's anyone that can take the job, that's likely to take the job from him over the next six weeks. Mm. Um, as a starting edge player, he averages um, into the 40s. Um, and even if he can go sort of high 30s, that, that's plenty of coin. Um, and you've got to remember that Fitzgibbon has been benched and dropped multiple times over the last few years. Um, so all it takes is for a guy to come in and outperform him for a while, and they're happy to drop him again. So um, best-case scenario, you might be able to hold him all the way through to after round 13, in which case he'll just be a, an outstanding pickup. Um Strongly recommend buying him. Like that narrative, my man. Now, Timmy, another edge we're talking about, and he's also very popular at the moment, Bo Fermor, 548k, break-even of only 14 with a 5% owner. Let's talk to me. Buy, hold, sell, avoid. Uh, yeah, I think he, I think um, he's still fairly cheap. What's it? What's his price? 535? 548. 548. Um, I, wish I, I do wish I got him at the start of the uh, season, to be honest. Mm. Um, I, I had him probably up until lockout almost round one and my brother-in-law John T likes to rub it in uh, every week uh, such a good pick up <laughs> was. so uh, yeah I think I think he's still cheap enough to, to make a good impact he, I wish I got him over someone like Jack Bird to be honest yeah so do I Big time. I think at the moment, but are you scared like a little bit? We made the analogy today when we we're comparing captains, right, shooter. It's like yep. the poker machine's gone off twice, and you're going to be yep. the next guy to come in and put your money in, and then it shoots blanks. And that we're yep. talking that was an analogy between Haas and and also yep. Hines. But I think well, we can make it for this. Way to put it, TK. Yeah, it just kind of seems that after two what sixty plus performances and these tries and all that sort of stuff, he's probably due for a slow one, and Fafita's probably yep. due for a big one. Yeah, well, you, you'd expect so. Fafita's supposed to be the million-dollar man at the Titans. But uh, Firmwell, you know, 80 minutes. Million-dollar baby. He, he, yeah, baby, all right. He's, uh, Firmwell's 80 minutes makes him a uh, good steed. He, he did score uh, like 32 or 35 or something in the first round. Um, but then he scored a couple of tries those last two weeks. So he probably inflated his score slightly. But I think I think he's um, looked pretty good, eh? He's, Looks a good player, and like old Jamin said in the in the off season, he he could be an origin pickup. Yeah, big time. All right, Ed, let's finish off with the big dog, the goat, Nathan Cleary, one million bucks and fifty thousand dollars, break even of eighty one, fourteen percent owner. Talk to me, buy, hold, sell, avoid. Uh, controversial, but I'm going to say avoid. Although I will say that avoid may possibly last only one week. Um, <laughs> He's come, he's come back from an injury. He's at an insane. He's at a million dollars, and the only way he can go really is down, or at best stay the same. Like um, if he can't repeat last year's efforts, even if he averages say like seventy or something across um, for the first few games, that's enough to to drop a whole bunch of coin. Um, I think it's just too risky to go sight unseen. Just what's the harm of waiting? One week to see what score he gets to mm. sort of see what you think his money is going to do. Just wait one week. Even if he scores a hundred, he's not going to get away from you in price. Um, I feel like there's just there's risk in buying him this week, and there's no risk in waiting till next week. Not really. Yeah, I think you make a great point because, like you say, he could score a hundred in two weeks consecutively, and still his price won't majorly move anywhere. 
So yeah, what's the rush? Considering he's coming back from a shoulder reconstruction and a bad one too, I just think that yeah, maybe a couple of weeks just us having a look and making sure he's okay. And one the, last, oh, sorry, one last thing. Um, yeah, mate. Last year, the only reason he was so vital was because, you know, captain scored double points, and last year he was just so much better than everyone else. Like, we don't know that that'll be the case again this year, and if it's not the case, then there's not a hurry to get him at all. Like, um, I'm just watching. I might not get him to after Origin. We'll just see how it goes. Yeah, totally. Well, boys, really appreciate it. Before we leave, gamedaysquad.com.au. Everyone get checking out. Like I said, it's free to build a squad and also open up those starter packs. Make sure you have a look at Eddie's podcast, and that's the In The Bin NRL Fantasy Podcast. You'll also find it on Spotify. So after this podcast, make sure you have a listen to him. But, Timmy, let's keep. you're just a little bit ahead of me, so let's keep climbing those ranks. Top 5,000, I reckon, this week, brother. I'll Follow me, top, boys. Follow me. I'll be probably top 500 since I've picked up Nathan Cleary. I'm going to actually turn off my phone so <laughs> I can trade him out. I love it, mate. And, Eddie, keep doing your thing. We want to see you in that top 100, my man. Yeah, mate. Go good and go long. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you have a good fantasy. I'll be back tomorrow with a bit of a live Q&A, probably be about 6.30 New South Wales time. So check it out, Talking League Pod on the Facebook page. All right, ladies and gentlemen, stay safe and see you tomorrow.